This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Everyone, it's Christian Fuchs here. I would like to say a big thank you to our fans and keep having our back for the upcoming Premier League season as well as the Europa League. Keep watching Leicester Fan TV. They have the latest news and they keep you up to date on LeicesterFanTV.com. So stay tuned and thanks for your support. Well, welcome to Leicester Fan TV. It's Monday night. This is the Fan Zone Show. My name's Phil. What do you guys want to talk about tonight? Loads and loads of stuff to talk about. Get your views in, get your comments in. And let me know what you thought to Leicester's fantastic win at West Bromwich Albion yesterday. Did it paper over the cracks a little bit with the transfer window? Do we still need to sign some players this week ready for Burnley on Sunday? Let me know what you want to talk about in tonight's Fan Zone show. Let's start with a few hellos. Hi to Matty SXX watching on YouTube. We are streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Periscope, everywhere tonight. MTS, good evening to you. How are you? MTS says he still wants to talk about transfers. I'm sure we will, MTS. I will still talk about transfers. One win is fantastic, but I still think we need to make some transfers. I want to know what you think. Uh, Ashley Campbell is watching over on Facebook. How are you? Uh, Matty says Tielemans is starting to up his game. I definitely think we should talk about Yuri Tielemans. Had a great game yesterday. Andrew's watching. Good evening, Andrew and Wayne and John. Um, get your views and get your comments in. Mirko, did you enjoy it watching out in Holland yesterday? Hope you did. Uh, let's do half an hour on us playing in a West Ham shirt. Keith, I think you're with me on it. You're not the biggest fan of Maroon. Listen, I've ordered one. I'm going to have a look at it in reality. I'm going to try one on and uh, see what I think to it. If I don't like it, and I still don't like it, I'll give it away in a, in that competition. So uh, we'll do that. Uh, Matty Bond, good evening, says, uh, all smiles. Yeah, all smiles. There was nerves and uh, a few tears before yesterday's game, but uh, we've got, got the three points. But were West Brom all that, or really were we playing a team just come up from the championship and 
you know, the reality is they weren't all that. Um, Matt, good evening to you. Lewis is watching from Holland. Where are you, Lewis, in Holland today? Let us know. Um, Hitesh says, great win yesterday, but arguably against the whipping boys for this season. So let's not get too excited. Uh, LCFC Grey, thanks for watching as ever, says um, Harvey Barnes start to finish. What? Wow, what a player. Yeah, I think we could talk about Harvey Barnes as well. I think that's a great one. So we'll add that into the mix for in a little bit. Mirko says, still very pleased with the result. Absolutely. Wayne says, Barnes does all those good things. Just the end result. He does. Oh, he is frustrating, isn't he? I mean, let's add Barnes in there as ever. We want your views. We want your comments live. We are live until eight o'clock. We'll talk about exactly what you want to talk about. Here's some topics I think we could talk about. I want to add Harvey Barnes in there. I think that's a great one. What a start for Cassania. Uh, Cassania, Lasagna, Castagna, however you want to say it. Already got a goal uh, and looked decent. What did you think to Castagna? So please get your comments in on Castagna. Uh, Jamie Vardy. Well, two penalties. I don't care. Two goals. What a striker needs is to get him off the mark nice and quickly, nice and early. And he's he's already got two. That's great. But listen, I do want to talk about, do we still need to make some signings? These are some of the topics I think. I think it was a good win yesterday, a solid win. We weren't amazing in that first 20, 30 minutes, but we pulled through and we got the goal. So let's not grumble about yesterday's result. But what I do want to know is, do you guys think that we should still make some signings? Because I do. I still think we're light. I think we need to make some signings. Let's get back to some of your comments. Um, still love Barnes. He's young, says Lee. Good comments there. Um, Lee Waddo, thanks for watching, says, would you class Barnes as greedy or ambitious? It's a good question, isn't it, Lee? It is a good question because it's time. I'll tell you what, when, I, when I've played in football, if you've got somebody like Barnes with you, when he does all that, you're sort of like, if he scores enough, you're just like, oh, well, he is good. So he's going to do it. So I don't care that he's greedy because he gets the skulls. But when he does keep missing, it's frustrating, isn't it, at times? Um John saying, should Barnes be taking tips off Slim at the moment? Uh, Matty says, listen, Barnes is only 21. He's going to improve. He certainly is. Um, Barnes is has all the attributes, says LCFC Grey, but his finishing needs a lot of work. We, I think we all know that. This is the season for me. Will Harvey Barnes, by the end of the season, will we be raving over him or will we be pulling our hair out? That's my question to you guys because I remember... I remember being very positive and very, very excited about a young Jeff Schlupp when he played for Leicester. But in the end, you just knew that Schlupp, he, he just didn't quite have that football brain and he didn't have that killer instinct. So um, I think it's really interesting to know what you guys think about Harvey Barnes. Um, Alan says, fancy a flutter 5,000 to one to win Harvey Barnes' golden boot. I would be interested to know what the real odds were on that, Alan. I've got a feeling it might be higher than 5,000 to 1. Uh, Andrew saying, I think we, I think a lot of us would agree we do need another central defender. We've obviously got Wilf playing at the back there. Did okay, but, you know, we're starting the season with only one centre-half if we're in reality there. Um, Gav says we definitely need one more striker. It was quite scary when Vards went down. It was when he bushed his knee, well, banged his knee in. I mean, he was going in, that's Vardy at 100%, 100%, full tilt, wasn't it, going in their way. He actually didn't need to. Um, Tielemans and Barnes are going to be stars this afternoon, says this this season, sorry, says Matty. Um, I certainly would like to ask you what you think about Yuri Tielemans, guys, because I thought he had a, a really good game yesterday. One of, was that one of the best games he's had since, well, 
last season as well. He had a couple. He had a couple of really good seasons. Um, sorry, games last season, but I think we saw the best of him on his loan spell. But yesterday he was looking very good. Uh, Wayne says Barnes will come good. Matty, again, another good point. Let's talk about Demari Gray in a bit. Get your views in on Demari Gray. Andy probably is right when he says Harvey Barnes is trying too hard. Um, Ross says Ndidi at centre-back is a great choice. Mendy played well yesterday. Magic Mendy did play well yesterday at CDM. And if Ndidi keeps playing like that, I think we'll need him and Sanku will be hard to get past this season. Again, uh, Castagna played at right back. Not many comments. Where are your comments on Castagna? We've just bought him uh, right back, which was interesting. He did play right back and uh, got a goal. Played well as well. What did you think to uh, Castagna? Andy says, don't forget Dennis Pratt. Ran the midfield for him. Look good, didn't we? The Belgium contingent looked good. Keep getting your comments in. Keep getting your views in. Very, very shortly, Sinky is going to be joining us. We'll get his views on what he thought of was going on at Leicester yesterday and obviously looking forward to the Burnley game. So Sinky's just about ready to come into us. Matty says, is Grace sold at Spurs? But we don't know yet. That was the rumour and the gossips yesterday. As soon as uh, Demari Gray wasn't in the bench, uh, Mirko says, sell him, doesn't play so why keep you on the bench? Mirko, do you really want to sell him to Tottenham Hotspur? Potentially one of our rivals in that top six. If we're honest, top six push this season. Uh, Castagna was man of the match, says Mark. Uh, Nick, let me read this one. Evening, Phil. People moan about Barnes, but the lad has got great feet and speed, but it's his finishing that's got a lot to be desired. He's young, so hopefully will come good, because I'd hate to see him against us when he does start, start to find the back of the net. I, I think that's it. We all want him to do well. Uh, LCFC Gray says Castagna looked good and his runs were intelligent. Let me bring John Sinky Sinclair in your name. Sinky, good evening. How are you? Yeah, good evening. Yes, good, Phil. Yeah, I'm pleased with the result yesterday, of course. Yes, yeah, Sinky, uh, we were, a lot of us, a little bit nervous before yesterday, uh, so it was good to get three points on the cards. Yeah, it took a while to get uh, to get started. For Leicester, I thought that um, you know, West Brom started very well. Uh, one or two half chances, but we kind of settled into the game towards the end of the first half. Castagna's debut was very good. I was half expecting to start on the other side, actually. Uh, but him and Justin worked quite well together on, on either side. And he looked very good, didn't he? And what a good goal for him as well, you know. Uh, the two Belgians linking up, he took that very well. He ran in from the flank and judged it very well. So, Always good when you when you score in your debut, I think. Yeah, Sinky, should we read anything into the fact that he did start on the right-hand side and not the left? If we brought him in to be a left-back, which I'm not happen. sure we have. Well, I think that might happen when Pereira comes back. Pereira will go slot into the right-back you'd expect. And then they've got a choice on the left between Justin and Castagna because my impression is that he can play on either side. Well, do you think, I mean, there's, again, a bit of speculation from fans, John, that uh, with Castagna starting at right back, it could mean that James Justin is going to be our left back and maybe Ricardo Pereira will come back and play as a winger. What do you think to well, that? Yeah, could, I mean, could that work? It depends on, on the system. If you're going to play wing backs, then, you know, uh, that brings in a, a few other kind of choices as well. I'm not sure about that. I, I, I rather like Pereira at right back because you can get forward very well. Um, we've seen him score goals uh, playing in the right-back position. And I think he's very good there. So it's nice to have kind of those choices, I guess, as well. Um, but, 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 I mean, what a good buy, though. You know, Chilwell went, everybody said, what are we going to do? And what a good first buy. And let's hope now that 
Leicester can do the same. You mentioned centre backs a minute ago. They need to get cover there. Indeed, he did. You know, did the job. I'm always a bit nervous when he's just outside the area, uh, playing around with the ball, though. <laughs> well, I thought that first twenty or thirty minutes, John. I thought we looked a bit shaky at the back. I don't yeah, like to paper yeah. over the crack. I thought we did look a bit shaky. I thought West Brom looked quite up for it. James Justin was lucky. I don't know if you thought he should have been sent off for that. He got away with the yellow card, and it was just outside the area. It could have been a very different game there. Yeah, it could have been actually. Yeah, I was I was a bit worried it would have been a red. I was very happy it was a yellow. I think that was the right decision though. Think yeah, just. Right. And, and then it, it might have just calmed him down a little bit as well because he was uh, obviously not going to go uh, and do a similar thing later on in the game. So that was a bit of a worry at the time. But overall, considering what we had to do with the back four, and indeed coming in who did okay, Sionchu uh, as good as always. Uh, and as you mentioned, I think, I think in midfield, Mendy I thought had a, a pretty good game. Yeah, you look around and they all you know did their jobs. Harvey Barnes, they were saying, and I think that's right, match of the day, that once he gets the finishing uh, sorted out, I mean, he's got that pace down the, down the left-hand side. It's, it's very a, good. He's a tall, strong, young man, isn't yeah. he, Harvey Barnes? He, he looks like he's got it all. Just that finishing, John, like you say, it, it, you wonder if finishing finishing is a natural instinct or if it's just, if it's not quite that natural, you've just got to work at it, work at it, work at it. He had some nice chances yesterday to open, to get a goal on the on the list, didn't he? Yeah, and he didn't he, take them. Yeah, he's still quite young, though. I suppose that, that I think that's, <sighs> work, that's work on the training ground. And let's hope, let's hope, you know, in the next few years, we can see that improving steadily. Uh, I mean, we used to say the same. You talked about Demari Gray. You say the same about him, didn't we? A little bit, you know, well, yeah. getting good possessions, but not necessarily scoring. And uh, it is interesting he got left out. Speculation he's going to go, but he came on as a sub quite a lot at the end of last season. And uh, you know, quite often he made a bit of a difference. A lot of people talking about Demari Gray, John, in tonight's comments, and I've been putting some up on screen. Um, it would be strange for me. I mean, we sold Ben Chilwell to a competitor as such, although perhaps Chelsea would feel like they, they have stepped onwards and upwards and are really challenging for the title this year. To sell Demari Gray to Spurs, who did lose yesterday at home against Everton, I think, much as I'm not sure if we should keep Gray or not, to sell him to Spurs would be a very strange one, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, uh, obviously, Mourinho was very upset the way Spurs played. Everton looked better, the signings they made looked to have really worked, didn't they, on that on that opening day. Uh, for me, I, I, I'd hang on to Demari Gray. Uh, yeah. But it's where he's going to fit in, uh, because obviously he came on as kind of super sub uh, last season, and that tended to work. But with all the games we've got with Europa League, I think having somebody like him you can use, you know, with three games a week and so on, if he's in the rotation, I think that will work, because I think we need the, need the players, don't we? So... I'd be against selling them for that reason because we know they can do a bit of a job if called on. Joanna asks you here, Sinky, although she calls you Dinky. I don't know if she knows, if she's got some insider I've lost, I've, knowledge. I've got some as well. <laughs> yeah, well, I was thinking something else. Dinky, uh, he, she says, who would you love to have partner Vardy up front so he's not on his own? Ooh, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna twist well, well, that on a bit further. Do we need to buy a striker? I I think it would be good to do that. Um, I mean, there was speculation that Inacio was going to go out, but he was on the bench and didn't come off the bench. 
the way it works at the moment, just having Vardy on his own does seem to work. Although I was quite happy last season when we, we played the two up front. But it depends on what system you want to play. I would like him to bring somebody else in who can potentially do maybe a slightly better job than Nacho. Uh, it depends if they're going to hang on to him or not. But again, you could argue we need the players. We need we need more players because of the situation that we're in this season. So a new striker come in is it's where you get one from and what sort of what sort of guy you're looking for as well. But I wouldn't be against that. Certainly, centre back is an area that they've got to look at first uh, because Johnny Evans, Johnny Evans not only is suspended, but got picked up an injury while playing for his country. So I don't know how long he's going to be out for there. Uh, and of course, that partnership with Sionchu was a good one, but uh, Benkovic is injured. With, is he going to go out? And, and Somali, you can't bring Somali into it because I, asked, I bumped into Matt Elliott last yeah. week and, and said, well, Somali's back. What are you going to do? Just let him go out again? Or is he going to be a useful body that we could throw in occasionally. I heard that. So, Matty Elliott was quite positive about that he would have Slimani in there, wasn't he? Yeah, in some ways. He said, well, you know, it's, it's another option. It's a, a you know, big man, small man, what, call it what you like, because we used to have those options back in the day, didn't we? Um, so, it's what he's going to do with the players that have come back, or they're just going to simply go out again, or he's going to say, well, hang on a minute, I've got quite a few games, maybe I could use some of these guys. Yeah, I mean, Kevin's saying here, Perez playing just behind Vardy and Ricardo on the wing when he's fit. Perez does. We seem to, John, seem to have, back back in the day, you used to have maybe one utility player who could slot in here and there. It feels like we've got six or seven utility players, as though it's a style we're working on. Players who can play on the left, can play on the right, can play in midfield, can play in defence. You know, do you get this feeling that it's a... A blend at the moment. Well, well I, I do wonder if you play in a regular position, whether well, that makes you a better player. Whether if you keep having shifted around, some players are more adaptable than others, I guess. In a way, I was kind of, uh, I kind of thought all Brighton was going to start yesterday. You know, not Perez, but uh, Perez did okay. But and all Brighton came on and didn't didn't really have any any effect, did he really? So um, there's a bit of a choice going on there, depending on what what you're looking for in the game, but. Right. Yeah, there are a few options. There are players that can fit in the round. But then you've got to ask yourself, well, if you play them in a regular position. I mean, I mean, the best thing that happened to me yesterday, apart from the scoreline, was Madison coming on near the end. Yeah, we got to see a little bit of him, which is a good sign for his recovery. Ross is asking you, John, he says, when Ricardo comes back, will Ricardo go straight back into the first 11 if James, Justin and Castagna are playing well and consistent? Well, personally, I'll put him straight in. Uh, when he's fit, I, I would imagine he might come off the bench to start with. They might ease him in gently. Uh, the two lads, though, though, yesterday did pretty well. I mean, what a great debut! That I mentioned already for Castagna, but I don't think you can leave Pereira out when he's fit. No, indeed, and obviously we're, we've got Burnley coming up on Sunday, so we've got a decent break, John. It's seven o'clock Sunday. It's on BBC, isn't it? I believe. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and I think Burnley have got uh, they they start off in the cup, don't they? I think on. On Thursday night, so that'll be their first Premier League game of the season. But you know, we're up and running. Uh, I enjoyed the league table. I've got a friend who's an Arsenal fan, so we're enjoying the fact that we're the top two at the moment. Uh, but yeah, you know, games are going to get tough. You've got Burnley and you've got Man City, and I guess then we're going to learn what they're going to do with the October fixtures because there's been no news yet on what they're going to do about fans and so on. 
we were talking about this last week, John, on the phone, weren't we, about uh, tickets and season tickets? Because obviously me and you sit together quite often and watch it. I, I, I just got a feeling fans are not going to be allowed back into the game, certainly in October. I don't think any will. No, I, I think because we've had a, another spike and you, know, you look at the kind of figures over the weekend and you're thinking it's not going to happen next month, I agree. Uh, which is a shame for the, well, not just for us, but for the clubs, because financially it's going to bite. It's already uh, had an effect, I would imagine, on some clubs already. Um, and then you've got, are you going to get them all on TV? They've sorted it out for this month, but can they keep doing that? It's an all different area of questions. It's quite exciting. I must admit, I was watching a little bit of the Wolves-Sheffield United game early and Wolves were 2-0 up. I haven't seen the score recently, so if anybody's... I think it must have finished now. You don't know the score, do you, Sinky, in that? No, I was going to watch it, but other things happened. <laughs> yeah, and I know there's another game starting at 8.15 tonight. So it's quite... From a, from a fan's point of view, if you've got the right TV packages, there's loads of uh, matches on, so it's quite a good chance if you've done your fantasy football team and you can watch other players play. Yeah, it's Brighton-Chelsea, isn't it, at 8, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Mirko saying here, and I think we'll just react to it, but uh, he's saying, is there any interest in Slimani, Diabati, Gazelle and Silva, John? Now, I, there isn't, and they're not going to play for Leicester is what we're here. What, what do you think to Leicester's transfer policy over the last couple of seasons, even going back to January this year, where we really didn't sign anybody and push on for that Champions League spot? What, what's your feeling on the transfer windows? Well, I'm not sure you can blame the transfer window on the Champions League thing. I think I, I just think the break didn't work in our favour, and we just didn't get didn't get going. But like um, you look at those four players you've mentioned, uh, when they all came in, we're all excited about them, like you normally are, and you can't say they were bad, bad in, in inverted commas. They just didn't work in for for whatever the manager, whoever the manager was at the time. Yeah, you know, I, I was quite excited about Diabasi. Yeah, well, got, got a bit of pace, you know. Somali yeah. came in and scored a few goals for us. So you can make arguments that all of them were OK. I suppose Gazelle was a bit of a disappointment because, you know, you know uh, considering the guy he was taking over from, <laughs> uh, well, he went to Man City, then, you know, it, it's, hard to, it's hard to kind of like live up to that sort of expectation. But, you know, I wouldn't say they were bad players. They just didn't fit in to the, to the system we play. And that can happen. You can players in and they don't always gel. No, it's it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because you'd sort of say Debatti and Gazelle. That I saw flashes of them, John. Where I'm like, yeah, I think these yeah. guys have got a touch and got skill. Yeah. And I, I I haven't checked the stats, but they probably have only played maybe 20 games between them. And yet we'll see players like um, Demari Gray, who's been with us for three and a half seasons. We 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 give them a lot more chances to perform. So I, I don't know. Maybe the the management well, must have seen stuff that they just. Don't fancy with them. I guess the stuff we don't see behind the scenes at training and so on. You know, just been watching the, the series behind the scenes with Mourinho and Tottenham. And there's other things that go on that perhaps we don't know about. We only see them when they're out on the pitch. And sometimes and fans will agree and disagree on who should be in the starting 11 and so on. So you don't always know all the reasons. No, and Andrew's saying here, has anybody seen Diabati? This is some of the frustration from the fans because we go, we know we own Silver and Slimani and Diabati and Gazelle, but we don't see them in any of the training photos. So you sort of wonder, where, where are these four well-paid footballers? On a different pitch somewhere than where we don't see them. You just don't know, do you? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a bit of a mystery. Um, I think we need to get a tour of the training around, don't we, Phil, to find out, ask all these questions because... We just don't know. 
And John Burnley are always a well-drilled side by Sean Dyche, aren't they? They'll they'll come. They won't be an easy side for us to uh, to take to pieces at all. I don't think yeah. anybody's particularly easy this season. Although saying that, West Brom did did show signs that they could struggle this season. I thought yesterday, but Burnley, John, good side. Yeah, yeah pretty good at home as well. I think they had more results, better results away from home sometimes last season. But yeah, difficult place to go. Um, you know. I, get a chance to watch them hopefully on Thursday get some idea what they're like uh, this season but you know if we can get get some sort of result out of there that would be very good just to follow up on this because then you've got Man City to follow um, which is always going to be a tough one but hey, you can't rule Leicester out of any game though I think that's the thing yeah you look at the opposition and say yeah respect but it's about for me about what Leicester can do because a lot of people were talking about finishing 10th last season and it, we very nearly made the top four. So, you know, you've got, I think we, that gives us a bit of confidence, I think, going forward. Where do you think then, Sinky, this season? I know it's only one game in. You, there was quite a lot of nervousness for Leicester fans before the match yesterday. And and we're fickle lot. We're all very positive now after one win against the championship promoted side. Are, are you feeling like, well, let's just see where this goes now? Or are you more of the, let's get to that 40 points, as Claudio would say, as quickly as possible? Yeah, I think that's always a good first plan, uh, to be honest, and, uh, and then see where you are. I've been asked this question about 500 times in the last week, where do I think Leicester are going to finish? Uh, and it's guesswork, but uh, I'm hoping we can keep going from last season. And I, I would like, you know, I like to think we're in the top six, no matter what, from now on in. So whether we finish sixth or fourth or whatever, uh, because we show we can compete at that level, but we need to go on a bit of a run. And obviously... It was a stalling at the end of the season. Uh, and one or two other things maybe. Obviously, the coronavirus didn't help. Um, uh, otherwise, we could have been there now. But I still think we're a side that can compete in that area. Yeah, Don's just talking about yesterday's game. Let's put it on here. Don just said, when Vardy went down, his heart sank. We need another striker. We, we feel yeah. like at times we are one nasty injury away from being a bit threadbare with people like Vardy, aren't we? Yeah, I think so. You know, the Spurs programme I've talked about on TV, you know, Kane got injured, you know, Song got injured and, and they were in those sort of problems. So, yeah, it's good to feel good about somebody else coming on. And, I mean, Inacho, OK, didn't play that much that season, but sometimes when he came on, he made a real impression. He looked a better player than the years we've seen him before. And we haven't seen him yet, so you don't know whether the manager might think, well, I've got Inacho on standby and he seems to be happy with that. Do I need to get anybody else? Yeah, um, Jack is saying top eight this season for me, but hoping for more, just praying we go for the Europa League. I do as well, John. I said it in a programme the other day. For me, I know Southampton fans a couple of seasons ago, they they went into the Europa League, like us, don't get in it very often, and they put out young lads and didn't take it seriously at all. I hope to goodness that we do have a real, real go in that Europa League. I don't think Brendan Rodgers will... Uh, I want not to take it seriously. Uh, I think I think you've got to. Certainly, uh, you know, obviously um, Tottenham have got to go through the qualifying because they're, they're in it too. But yeah, I mean, now we're in this European competition. Uh, obviously, it's not the one we wanted to be in, but why not go for it? Definitely. 
Yeah, I think the draws, I've got October the 2nd in my mind as to when that is, so not far away. And then, then the games kick in between now and Christmas on the Thursdays. There's six, isn't there, in total. So lots to look forward to. Just a shame again, John, I don't get the feeling that as fans will be able to go to certainly the away games, not the first couple. No, I think we're all kind of in lockdown watching football from home. It's it's not good for us, uh, not good for the players, although they've just got to get on with it. That's their job. But like, yeah, I can't see it happening for, for months uh, unless we can really get this coronavirus under control pretty quickly. But everybody's got to do their bit for that to happen. Yeah, everybody's got to stay in and be sensible. Um, Kev says, Kevin Robinson says, winning the Europa League is an incentive to get automatic qualification for the Champions League. You could argue, John, that what Kevin's saying is right, is if you wanted to get into the Champions League, it's possibly more straightforward or more likely to win the Europa League than than finishing that top four. Because I think the Premier League, John, is tougher this season again than last season. I think Liverpool, Liverpool look... Good. I know they were a bit dodgy against Leeds. Man City looked stronger. Chelsea looked stronger. Man U looked stronger. As uh, let alone Wolves yeah. and Everton. I was very impressed with Leeds, to be honest. Uh, but they're unlucky not to not to get a point out of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, competition's stronger. But you'd hope that people look at Leicester and think they're stronger, and that's what we want as fans for Leicester. And that's why we're all hoping in the next three weeks or so that we see some extra signings made by the club, and that's. <laughs> And it seems that's what Brendan Rodgers wants to happen anyway. Let's get, I know it's a bit early, John. It's a week away, but come on, let's have a few score predictions for next season, for next for next week against Burnley. <laughs> next not season. next season. Not next season. That is a bit early, John. <laughs> let's get a few predictions in for the Burnley game from you. Uh, oh, you want my prediction first? Yeah. Okay, not even thought about it. Hey, I'm going to go 2-1 Leicester. 2-1 Leicester. And again, there's been a lot of chit-chat. What do you think to this new Leicester maroon kit, John? You're old school like me. I, I'm not a fan of it at all. Well, what do you reckon? It, I thought, are you sure? Um, I guess, you know, um, <laughs> I, I'm not convinced, but I'll go along with it because it's Leicester. But yes. I was a bit surprised. At the, at the colour choice. I don't think I'm down the shop buying it tomorrow. No, it's quite nice in reality, John. But it yeah, does. I, yeah. I just when I was watching it yesterday, I just feel like I'm watching uh, a West Ham. Yeah. Northampton Town is who I actually think it looks like out of all I, the ones. I, I think they play in like a burgundy, don't they? Well, I prefer the pink to the to the maroon. Let's put it. Yes, down. which pink's got nothing to do with Leicester either. But I am with you, John. I thought it was quite fancy dancy. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Sinky. Okay. We'll see you again soon. Thanks, John. I'm going to let John go. See you soon. Cheers. Thanks so much to Sinky for joining us there. Let's get your final comments in. Please do get your score predictions in. Um, 2-0 to City, says Steve Yates. I know it's a bit early. We've got plenty of shows to go, but I like to get your views, see how positive you're looking. Somebody in the Facebook group, don't forget, if you're in the group and want to get your name and picture on here. You have to click the link in the group. It does tell you to. Uh, Mirko's a bit with me, saying it's a West Ham shirt. I'm with you like that. I don't like it. Mike Truman is saying 2-0 to City. Uh, LCFC Gray saying 2-1 to Leicester. Uh, Mark is saying 2-1 to Leicester with Vardy to score first. Danny. Hi, Danny. How are you? Danny Harrison, who does all the drawings. Hope you're keeping busy with your drawings. Uh, 2-0 to City. Jack says 2-1. Don, good old... Far-flung foxes, Don from the States, 2-1 to Leicester. Hoping Don and Dipak. Don, 
if you're watching still, Ian Dipak going to be doing the Late Night Foxes show for us soon. Hope you are. Pete Brown says 1-0. Carlos is saying 3-1. Um, keep those predictions coming in the last couple. Kevin, sorry, Matt is saying 3-1 to Leicester. Kevin saying 2-1. But it will be a tougher game. It, it will be. You're right. Burnley have been around a lot more. Um, Vardy has more goals, says Ross, in the, the Premier League than Drogba and played 43 less games than Drogba. Yes, question was earlier, who's better, Didier Drogba or Jamie Vardy? We all know the answer to that. Uh, last couple of score predictions. Matthew says 3-1. Uh, I assume to Leicester, Matthew, there, but you never know. Uh, Rob is saying 3-1 to Leicester. Barnes to score first. Love to see Barnes get a goal. Mirko 2-0. And Vardy to get both. And here's the last one I'm going to put up tonight. Davo. Davey. I got Davo. Davey says 2-1 to Leicester. Thanks, Davo. I hope you don't mind me calling you that tonight. Um, for joining us, as ever, follow us wherever you are watching on at Leicester Fan TV. You can subscribe if you're watching on YouTube to Leicester Fan TV. And don't forget this week, what have we got coming up this week? Wednesday night, we have got the Fox's Tail Show. Tom is doing it with the one and only Smithy, Alan Smith, ex-Leicester, ex-Arsenal. I think he prefers Arsenal. But you can ask him whatever you want to ask him. Perhaps asking why he always sounds a bit anti-Leicester biased sometimes in his commentary. I don't know. Join Tom on Wednesday night. Talk to him about his time at Leicester City. And um, that's 7.30 on Wednesday. Locks and Josh are talking about tactics, fantasy football, transfer signings, whatever you want to talk about. That's Thursday at 7.30. So join them for that. I'm hoping to have a Burnley away fan view on probably Friday. So join me for that. And on Sunday, it's match day. So that means it's the aftermath show at 10 o'clock, which is like a pre-match show. And then we will be live at 6.30 pre-match to get all your fans' views in on those team tactics. We're live at halftime as ever. And we're live as soon as that full-time whistle goes. So we can all come and celebrate together on here and say how good Harvey Barnes was when he scored that hat-trick against Burnley. As ever... Thanks to all the guys who help us bring you this, but mostly thanks to you guys for all your comments. Thanks to Sinky for joining you. I'll see you next time on Leicester Fan TV. Cheers. Welcome to Leicester Fan TV. With special thanks to our pal guys. ADT Taxis, Beatman, Piglet's Pantry, Tiger, Leicester Garage Conversions, Pink Vehicle Leasing, Hologram, The Fox's Arms, Moyer Weight Interiors, and our chosen charity, Memphis UK. We bring you the fans' views on the match each week, and your views matter to us. Join the fans' debate each match with us. Follow us at Leicester Fan TV. Thanks for watching. Do you know, as ever, I always forget to tell you about this blooming competition, this maroon shirt that we, we're debating whether we like it or loathe it. I'm not the biggest fan. I bought one, and we've got a white one as well. You can choose whether you want to win a purple one or a white one. Um, you've got to go to LeicesterFanTV.com and enter there. So I forgot. Here it is. Here's the graphic. Go enter. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. 
As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.